Hello, brothers and sisters, friends and family. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Last week, I had a couple enjoyable experiences. First, I had the chance to talk with a former student of mine, a friend of mine, Drake Hutchinson, who I've mentioned on the podcast before. He's someone I've reconnected with a little bit in the last couple years. It's always a pleasure when I get a chance to connect with former students. It's especially enjoyable when I get to talk to some of those students who are among my first groups of students and athletes with whom I was working because I wasn't very good at teaching and coaching at the beginning. I'm not saying I'm very good now. I certainly don't have it all figured out, but I'm always trying to get better. And I look back at my early days and think of all the things I would do differently if I did it all over again. So it's a pleasure when I get a chance to connect with some of those early students and feel like maybe I didn't totally screw everything up. And it's also very rewarding anytime I just get to see the, the growth that students, athletes make as individuals. It's always the hope. We're always kind of planting seeds and hoping that they'll germinate and grow into something. And I see it every day. I see students who have this incredible spark, this incredible magic in them, and maybe they don't even see it right away. And it takes some time to come out. And whenever I get a chance to talk with Drake, I feel a little more rejuvenated about education and about the media stuff that I do and some things like that. And uh, Drake is kind of maybe jump into some podcasting and some things like that. And we might collaborate on some few things. And I'm looking forward to that. Next, I got to go to a concert with my son, Mickey, and my brothers, Logan and Landon. We went to a Run the Jewels Rage Against the Machine concert for their tour that is just starting after like a two-and-a-half-year delay. They had planned the tour before COVID shut everything down, moved the tour a year, and then decided to bump it back a whole nother year. So we got a chance to take in that concert, and it was a lot of fun. Always fun when I get a chance to do stuff with my brothers and with my son, enjoying the music. And even if those bands aren't your particular cup of tea, even if their messages and themes aren't for you. I'm just such a fan of live music, going to concerts. It's one of my favorite things. And we got to see them perform at Alpine Valley, which is a big outdoor venue in Wisconsin, kind of close to Milwaukee. It holds like, I think 37,000 people is what they had advertised. It's this kind of big bowl kind of hills that go down to a big stage and there's some permanent structures there for food and merchandise and restrooms and things like that. It's a really, really cool venue. The background is the hills and trees of that part of Wisconsin. But just the the camaraderie, the humanity 
at a concert is always something I find invigorating. I've been to all sorts of different concerts from popular country music to folk music to rap to heavy metal concerts. And I'm always struck by the community there. Inevitably, there will be a few people who maybe don't make some great choices and that's too bad. It's a lot like life. There's there's a few people who are maybe loud and obnoxious and and sometimes ruin the fun for a few people around them. But for the most part, every concert I've been to, every genre, it's a lot of people just looking to connect with something and looking for a good time. Even at heavy metal concerts I've been to that have been like big mosh pit concerts. If you get a chance, I highly recommend go to a serious heavy metal concert sometime and jump in the pit. Jump in a mosh pit. Because it's it seems like this violent thing. People are running into each other and it's sweaty and people are bouncing all over. But usually, when I've been a part of them anyway, if somebody falls down, people are like circling around like, whoa, 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 stop. And they'll pick the person up and be like, you okay, you okay? Yeah, 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 we're good. And then they go right back to just bashing into each other. But I think at any concert, it's people just looking to connect. They're connecting with the music and the creativity that's part of the show. But more than that, they're connecting with the people around them. And that's what we're all looking for. We're all looking for a sense of belonging, a sense of connection. And those are things that should unite us and tie us together. We have different tastes in music. We have different tastes in, in everything. In the foods we like, the clothes we wear, the, our political interests, our beliefs, whatever it is. But we're all looking for the same things. We're all fulfilling the same base human needs. And I always feel that when I get a chance to go to a concert, especially at a great outdoor venue like Alpine Valley. It was just a great experience. Now for our regular good news segment, I'm continuing to highlight some organizations connected to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. The nonprofit we're highlighting this week is Roll Shop. Roll Shop uses Jiu-Jitsu as a positive outlet for those dealing with mental health issues. According to their website, those who participate in group exercise report 22.3% fewer poor mental health days. That is significant. And there is more and more research showing the link between our physical activity and our mental health. It's, it's not the be-all, end-all. There are many components to our mental health. But exercise and the connection and camaraderie of something like jiu-jitsu certainly helps. They have some opportunities to donate on their website to become part of their growing community. They also have 
an online merch shop that is available. It's easier to find on their Instagram. On their website, it says shop coming soon. It looks like they're sort of building their community now. But there's an opportunity to share your story of mental health. There is the merch store that you can find through their Instagram where they have t-shirts, sweatshirts, things like that. They can be found at rollshop.org. My blog post this week is Good Story. We all face challenges. We all struggle. There will always be moments of pain. We will get sick. Loved ones will die. Opportunities will crumble. We will fail. Bad things happen. But bad times make good stories. We want struggles in our stories. That's what makes them interesting. We want our heroes tested. We want good to triumph over evil. We want to snatch victory from the jaws of defeat. We want obstacles in our stories, but we don't want them in our lives. We seek comfort. We shy away from adventure and seek reliability. We fear heartbreak and look for the easy road. That's too bad. A life worth living is like a story worth telling. Nobody wants to hear about a protagonist who safely walks through the story. And we shouldn't want that from our lives. Guts, grit, and glory form the backbone of a meaningful story and a meaningful existence. Those qualities are only forged in hardship. We shouldn't seek an easy life. We should seek a life worth living. We shouldn't avoid the weight of hardship. We should build the strength to carry it. Like the stories we tell, our lives begin. We don't control the setting or the obstacles in our paths. All we can do is write the page we have, live the day we're given. Lives like stories end, but a great story is forever. Great stories capture hearts and change minds, and our lives can do the same. We can inspire, empower, and lead. We can face our hardships with courage and compassion. Our lives are our stories. And every good story yearns for a hero. Maybe it's silly. Maybe I've watched too many movies. But I like to think of life like a story. And in any good story, we like the main character to struggle. We're drawn to the underdog story. We're drawn to those who have to overcome challenges. But... We often shy away from that in life because there's a part of us that wants to be safe, that wants to be secure. But so much of life is perspective. It's how we frame things. It's how we decide to look at things. And I really believe we can frame things a little bit differently. We can change our lives if instead of seeing challenges as burdens, we see them as opportunities to learn and grow and to show our own courage, to show our greatness. That's what 
makes a hero heroic is the ability, the willingness to stand up and fight when all is stacked against us. We really are the heroes of our stories. That's not my idea. That's not an original idea. But in the story of our lives, we're the central character. We don't control everything that's happening around us, but we do control how we respond to things. And that's what makes the difference in a story. That's what determines the stories of our lives. Random thoughts of the week. I was thinking about cemeteries. I got thinking about cemeteries because I wonder if a cemetery, starting a cemetery, would be a good investment. I don't really know who all own cemeteries. I suppose some cemeteries are owned by churches, I think. Perhaps some are owned by city or something like that. But land always seems like a pretty good investment. If Lex Luthor has taught me anything in Superman 1, it was that land is always the best investment. And it seems like people are going to keep dying. So opening up a cemetery could be like a pretty good financial move, like a privately owned cemetery. And then... Who knows? Like, you could do some fun stuff with it. Doesn't all need to be just headstones. Maybe maybe a monument to use a water slide or something. I don't know. But that's what I started thinking about with cemeteries. And I mean no disrespect to anyone's belief about death and the afterlife. But I was, I was thinking about that. And then I was thinking about... I, I actually spent some time working in cemeteries when I was in high school. It was a pretty good gig, actually. I I got to I started mowing just one little cemetery, which I'll talk about in a second, and that kind of spread out to me mowing and trimming and doing some groundskeeping in a couple different cemeteries. Really pretty good gig, as long as you're making sure it looks nice for things like Memorial Day, Labor Day, stuff like that. Uh, there's really not a lot of people hassling you when you're out mowing in a cemetery. Not a, not a bad job at all. That little cemetery that I mentioned was down the road from my parents' house. Out in the middle of the country on a gravel road. It was an old cemetery. I believe still associated with one of the local churches. And it was small, very small cemetery, handful of headstones, but just in a cornfield, just on a corner of a gravel road in a cornfield by itself. Made extra eerie by the fact that these were like turn of the 20th century headstones. Like late 1800s, early 1900s, and... Several of them, at least, were children's headstones. So it's all kind of eerie. It wasn't so bad during the day. I would drive the lawnmower down the gravel road, mow the 
cemetery and drive it back to my parents' house. But I would also sometimes run down that gravel road in the morning. This graveyard, this cemetery was one mile, almost exactly one mile from my parents' driveway. When I would be working out, I might get up and for a little extra running, I would run first thing in the morning and I would try to do two miles. So I would run a mile to this graveyard and then I would run a mile back. And I wasn't running a stopwatch, but I always felt like my second mile was faster than the first because it was awfully creepy running out to this cemetery in the middle of the night while it's still dark anyway in the early morning down this gravel road out amongst the cornfields no other cars around no houses around and coming upon this little cemetery with these headstones and then it was i would use it as motivation i would get there and then it was time to double time it back to the house so that's it some random talk about cemeteries Probably won't have a new podcast episode out next week as my kids and I are about to leave for vacation. We're headed to New York City for a few days, going to enjoy the sights and sounds and tastes and cultures of New York, and then we'll be back. I'll jump into some more media stuff. Until then, if you don't mind, I'd like to leave you with another song. This is a song by... John Hartford called Tall Buildings. It's about maybe not growing up. Someday, my baby, when I am a man and others have taught me the best that they can. To sell me a suit Cut all of my hair And send me to work in tall buildings Then it's goodbye to the sunshine Goodbye to the dew Goodbye to the flowers Goodbye to you I'm off to the subway I must not be late I'm going to work in tall buildings So when I retire Paid all of my debts and it's time to come home And wonder what happened Betwixt and between When I went to work in tall buildings And it's goodbye to the sunshine Goodbye 
to the dew Goodbye to the flowers And goodbye to you Off to the subway I must not be late I'm going to work in tall buildings Thank you very much. Have a great week. Love you. Peace.